Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. I want to talk to you today about the strength of your covering. My husband put forth great effort recently to build a chicken coop and a rabbit yard for me. It was very strong and secure. The yard area was completely enclosed with wiring to protect from predators from all sides, and tarps were placed over the top and wired down to provide shade. Then a hurricane came. The eye wall of the storm passed very close to us. The winds were horrific. So I prayed and praised God in the storm, and he promised me that it would not touch anything on my property. Not one thing would be damaged. He would cause it to pass over and not touch his anointed, or even our possessions as a testament to his ability to protect in any situation, and a demonstration of his great mercy and faithfulness. What an amazing promise this was. So at morning's first light, I went outside to see what had transpired during the night, and true to God's word, nothing was damaged at all. The winds had actually been strong enough to push my husband's very large utility trailer sideways across the concrete several feet, but not one thing was damaged, not even a single tarp from my chicken yard was torn. They weren't even loose. They were perfectly positioned like the day that we built it. How amazing. God can truly do anything. However, I did not move in wisdom from this point forward concerning this situation. In telling people about this great miracle of the tarps surviving 100 plus mile an hour winds, I gave credit to my husband's strong construction mentioning how he always overdoes things, but how this time it came in handy. So what happened? A week or so later, a cold front came in, bringing with it a single little rush of wind, very minor in comparison to the hurricane that had done no damage. Yet those mild, short-lived winds tore the tarp right off of my chicken yard, and I knew instantly what it meant. God was showing me with all assurity that it did not withstand the hurricane because of the strength of the hand that built it, but because of the strength of the hand that covered it. I knew it in my heart, but what I had spoken had misrepresented what God alone had done. So he gave me a reminder that I might walk in better wisdom. How often have we done this? I believe that the Lord allowed this to happen to show me something far larger than my little chicken yard covering. Because I see this happening also on a national level. God has moved miraculously to help America withstand the national hurricane of a storm that we have been facing. Yet far too often the credit is given to the strength of a man and what his hand has built. Rather than to the strength of the hand that covered those men and what they built. So I think a storm is still coming to show us where our help really comes from. Maybe it will be a light one in comparison to the one that we have been protected from, just like my coal front. But yet enough to show us that no man-made covering can withstand the onslaught of the enemy when he rages against us. No matter how strong, well-conceived, or well-constructed it may seem to be. 
Yet even the weakest of things can withstand the mighty hurricane winds of the enemy's plans when God is our covering. Because that when God is our covering, even death itself has to pass over them. Don't ever forget that. Don't ever fail to speak that. Don't ever give anything else credit for what God alone has done. Or you'll do something as foolish as saying that a tarp is stronger than a hurricane. And God will send a breeze to set you straight for it. So thank you, Lord, for the wilderness, the winters. And the storms that draw us into your saving arms. For as the scripture says, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Thank you for the clarity that these things bring to the reality of how much we need our king. Of how much we are at your great mercy. Of how deserving you are of our praise and thanksgiving. Of how amazing are your limitless abilities. Of how matchless is your faithfulness. Of how real and personal is your closeness. Of how immense is your patience. Of how enduring is your willingness to teach us to walk in holiness. Keep us on the straight and narrow path, even if it takes chastisement to run us back to it when we get off track, be it personal, corporate, or national. You love us enough to send us a cold front when we need it, to tear some stuff up to get our eyes back on Jesus. Let us be mature enough to receive it and to learn and grow from it in humility that we don't have to repeat it. Because as your word says in Proverbs chapter 9 verse 10, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the holy is understanding and blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord and not man or the works of his hands. The hurricane that our tarp covering survived that day passed over us at the end of Sukkot, which means tent. It's a time in the Hebrew culture to remember when God allowed the plagues and hardships to come upon Egypt that his people might be freed from the bondage of it and be willing to follow him out into a wilderness where they would dwell in tarp-covered tents called booths, just like my chicken yard. Yet in this time of uncertainty, like the storm, would they be protected and provided for from every onslaught of the enemy, every attack, every lack, every storm? Nothing could harm them, just like the promise that God gave to me. He did all of this miraculously, building their faith in his wisdom and faithfulness through dependency and necessity in this hard season of following and trusting his leading. Yet when they got to the promised land, on the other side of this wilderness, he warns them. Don't forget that it was me that did this impossible thing. Lest you be tempted to take credit, and I be forced to remove my hand of protection. And what I once blessed and protected come to perish because of your arrogance. Church of Jesus Christ, I implore you. Do not be guilty of this. God has covered us from unimaginable hardships. 
He has protected us from plagues and from the attacks of the enemy. He has turned their curses into blessings. He has exposed the Hamans. He has confounded the Balaams. He has covered us with his mighty right hand while death itself passed over our land. Don't make the grave mistake of giving credit for it to man. No matter how much God may have used them to build up, less you upset the Lord and he pulled back his hand and it all be torn down in an instant. He alone is our protection and covering. Be vigilant. He alone did those things. He alone is our protection, provision, and covering. Be vigilant to speak that to others and to every generation after us that we might continue to be blessed with great unmerited victories as we march on into the territories of our destinies. Or don't, and lose your true covering in the face of the spiritual cold front that is coming. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 10 gives us the word of God to the children of Israel as they came out of their wilderness when he warned them that when thou hast eaten and are full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good of the land which he hath given thee. But beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes, which I command ye this day to do, lest when thou hast eaten and are full, and hast built goodly houses and dwelt therein, and when thy herds and thy flocks have multiplied, and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied, and all that thou hast is multiplied, then thine heart shall be lifted up, and thou forget the Lord thy God, who took care of you in the wilderness." which brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out from that house of bondage, who led thee through the great and terrible wilderness, where fiery serpents and scorpions and drought, where there was no water, who brought thee forth water out of the rock of flint, who fed thee in the wilderness with manna from heaven, which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee, that he might prove to thee to do thee good at thy latter end. Don't forget, lest that thou say in thine heart, My power and the might of my hand hath gotten me this wealth. No, but rather thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he sware unto thy fathers as it is this day. And it shall be that if thou shalt at all forget the Lord thy God and walk after other gods and serve them and worship them, I testify against you this day that ye shall surely perish. As the nations which the Lord destroyed before your faces, so shall you perish because ye would not be obedient unto the voice of the Lord your God. My friend, this is a very serious thing. We must always give glory to the king. It is not by the strength of our hands or the intellect of a man, but it is by his covering of mercy that we are not consumed daily. Father, forgive us for the times that we failed to say it, to recognize it, and to demonstrate it. God, we acknowledge today that everything you took this nation through from its foundations to today, it was all you. It was your mercy. It was your protection. It was your provision. It was your goodness. And it has led many men 
to repentance, but they have become arrogant and selfish and they filled themselves up on the fat of the lamb and they've forgotten the hand that has fed them, that led them to such great prosperity and blessing. Lord, let us not look to people for our salvation, but let us look unto the hills where our help truly comes from. We will look unto the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. You cause all manner of hell to pass over us and permit it not to touch us. Not one hair of our head can fall without your permission. So Lord, if as a nation we have forgotten this, and you see fit to have to remind us of it, then we pray that our repentance will protect us from these judgments because we acknowledge you as the true Savior and our spiritual covering. So God, we repent of any time that we ever put faith in anything other than you, whether we meant to or not, or even if we merely spoke it in passing, Because your word says that we will be judged for every idle word that we allow to come out of our mouth. So, Father, we repent of ever even suggesting that any man or work of his hand might be able to save even one of us. No, Lord, you and you alone are our deliverance. We cry out for mercy for our families, Lord. We cry out for mercy for our churches, Lord. We cry out that you save this nation and this generation, that you pour out your spirit in such a way that it cannot be contained or compared to anything that has ever come before, but that it bring you glory, Lord, and that it come to validate the true message and teaching that you left us, Jesus. Oh, Lord, let not one man glory in your presence. Let nobody ever imply that help comes from a person, but that those that you choose to use in this final hour would be willing to speak forth with all authority and power that only Christ can save. Set your eyes on him and call upon his holy, matchless name. Let the words we speak be only that which comes forth by the power of the Holy Spirit once we have yielded our lips to him that he might fill our mouth and let his anointing power and authority come out. We have nothing to offer. We are but dust and clay, but he is the God of all creation and he has a lot to say. So Lord, let us speak nothing but what you give us. Let us go nowhere but where you send us. Let us do nothing but what you Command us that we can never speak or seek to receive glory for what you alone have done to us, in us, and through us. All glory be to King Jesus, our Lord God, and true cover.